This is the Art of Living Well Radio Network. Radio to inspire enlightened living. You're listening now to the Honest to God series with Anne Gail Rose and Ahanu. Well, welcome, everybody, to our show today. We are once again broadcasting from beautiful Mill Springs, North Carolina. It's a bit down the mountain from Hendersonville, Ahanu, but we're in beautiful woods out here in the country. It's peaceful and quiet. Nothing but the squirrels and the nuts falling from the trees onto the roof. So if you can imagine how wonderful it is to work in this environment, you'll get a good you'll get a good picture. So we have a wonderful show coming up for you today, and I'm going to let Hanu talk to you about that. And um, go ahead, Hanu, say hello. Well, before I venture into describing our great guest today, I have to tell you, especially all the ladies who are listening, they missed a show yesterday because I was actually out lumberjacking <laughs> in the forest and okay. there was sweat rolling down off those <laughs> rippling muscles oh and that was God. a sight to behold. Now, so Santos Bonacci, I don't know if any of you have heard of him, but we encountered him several months ago and came highly recommended. If you Google this name, Santos Bonacci, B-O-N-A-C-C-I, you will find that this man has got a lot of videos on YouTube and is really a purveyor of truth and wisdom. Really, really marvelous information. So because we are engaged otherwise today, we unfortunately have had to pre-record our show today and we're playing about 45 minutes of a, a, a program that Santos Bonacci has done on the physical body and the meaning of Christmas and uh, various other aspects of enlightenment and ascension, which is really, really very, very valuable information. Yes, and just for our listeners, it won't be your typical ascension information. Santos um, really does understand how ascension uh, works in the physical body and gives it to us in wonderful, wonderful, uh, very, well, I don't know, wonderful detail. I just love listening to him. I could listen to him all day long. But before that, Ahanu, um, we do want to mention to people that the Alliance of Divine Love Conference is going on today and tomorrow. It actually did begin Thursday, but for our listeners' purpose. They may want to pop over there if they're in this area after they listen to our show today. Wonderful speakers going on and certainly ordinations uh, happening Saturday evening. You and I being among those being ordained ministers, interfaith ministers. That is something we never thought we'd see ourselves do, is it? Yes, and we're absolutely looking forward to it because especially in this time of change, this is needed in order to be able to operate with the highest integrity at the same time as operating in a world that is more and more preventing free speech and the operation of various spiritual principles. So this is a necessary move for us and we are indeed looking forward to it. But however, you can find out more information about that by going to the Alliance of Divine Love conference website and I think if you were to just search for that online you could search for ADL which is short for Alliance of Divine Love or ADL Conference or Alliance of Divine Love you'll certainly find it and it's taking place in Hendersonville North Carolina in the Mountain Lodge Hotel and we're all going to be there so if you do turn up seek us out Angel Rose or Ahanu and we would be delighted to meet with you in person. Yeah so we're We're really looking forward to that. Now, speaking of A Time of Change, Angel Rose's book, A Time of Change, we can't keep copies of this in stock, and that is a marvellous thing to be able to proclaim to the world. People are buying it from Amazon and anywhere we go. Indeed, we were actually in a 
a post office the other day where we were posting out copies to very various orders all around Europe and the United States and the lady at the post office the postmistress actually ordered one right there and then so this shows you it is very much in demand and is very very uh, getting very very powerful reviews on Amazon so if anybody wants to get a copy of that you can order it online at a time of for $15 but if you want to go online at amazon.com you can order it there have it shipped anywhere in the world and uh, anybody at the conference of course that we're going to be at this weekend where we have got a good stock of those books a time of change by Angel Rose will have it personally signed by the author herself Hanno, I'm just wondering if that lady who bought it from the post office was mesmerized by your rippling muscles and your physique and your wonderful, beautiful silver fox hair. Is that what sold it, Hanno? Well, I'm not so sure that she saw the rippling muscles. <laughs> I was in a public place in a post office where the rippling muscles display took place way up on the, the mountains in, uh, uh, in uh, North Carolina. And uh, I don't think she was witness to that. But however, do get hold of that book, A Time of Change. It's Angel Rose's first published book in uh, the series. And the next one, she's already stuck into the writing of it. It's called The Nature of Reality. More about that in due course. Yes, that one will be out in April of 2013. If I get myself going, Hano, I still have a lot to do on that one. But it will cover all the various aspects and questions that people have asked about reality and time and dimensions and love and angels and all sorts of things like that. So it'll be hopefully another good read for people. Um, I hope so anyway, Hanno. But we should be uh, in California by then, settled in the balmy sun and the wonderful palm trees swaying in the breeze, Hanno. Now we are looking forward to that too and bringing our new ministry to that area of the world. But it's further away from Ireland, and the reason I'm mentioning Ireland is because we are starting to open the doors for our annual mystical and sacred sites tour of Ireland. Everywhere we go, we find people saying, oh, I'm, I've got Irish blood in me, I've got Irish connections, my mother's Irish, my father, my grandfather, this kind of thing. But we believe that people are reconnecting with these places because of the... Native American Indian belief that we pick up soul pieces wherever we go and we find that a lot of people are actually doing that. They're reconnecting with these past aspects of themselves, they're fi uh, fulfilling their uh, world contracts and we would be delighted to facilitate that for people and we would be exploring many 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 of the energy points, the beautiful sacred sites of Ireland and we may indeed stop at a few castles as well just for the banquet fun. Maybe, is there any haunted castles in Ireland? Ahano, maybe we could do that. That would be fun, wouldn't it? Well, now, Angel Rose, you know, we're our hands are full dealing with spirits here in the U.S. at the moment, recent ones. And uh, I'm not sure if you'd be able to deal with some of the ones that are there, perhaps a few thousand years, and uh, wielding swords and shields and... <laughs> kinds of crazy things that went on all those years ago but luckily we're feeling that we are at the end of that phase of humanity where there was bloodshed and war and we are seeing the departure of evil we're witnessing it all around us and this is a very uplifting message that you'll find in Angel Rose's book plus in her new book where she's working on the nature of reality so it really is a beautiful thing that's happening to us get involved in this growth of awareness in this spiritual upliftment and don't engage in the traumas and the the, the game the, the big game that's going on out there to try and take us all down so let's look to the wonderful wonderful future that's ahead of us and this growth of awareness this special time that we're all here to take part in very good information Ahanu and um, we do have to talk a little bit more though um, about you and your visionary art Ahanu because the stuff that you do, the pictures that you do, indeed you just did a family crest for a young couple who was getting married. And I find the importance of, of redoing a person's last name and bringing it back into the frequency of its divine perfection 
be before all the distortions and the war and the suffering. Uh, basically, clearing the ancestral line is probably a wonderful gift to give to a wedding couple. And certainly, the last one you just did for the Moore family, and they can see it on your website at ahanu.com forward slash gallery, um, is absolutely beautiful, and the couple were so pleased with that. So, Ahanu, um, what do you have to say about that work? Well, I have to say that it is something that, without sounding salesy about it, it is something that people do need to take a look at simply because it works on the level of clearing ancestral karma, but also, I believe, clears future possibilities and works through your children and your offspring into the future. And that's an amazing possibility. So have a look at some of the work that's in there, ahanu.com forward slash gallery, and you will find links to a little shop, an area where you can actually order one for yourself as well. And the other thing too is to get hold of one of a spirit of love picture for yourself because we have these spirit of love pictures rotating round the world in a wonderful display of humanity's growth and spiritual ascension. So at the point now where we want to introduce you to Santos Bonacci and we do recommend you listen to him clearly and openly and honestly and see if there's something in this for you and we will be back to you live next week but until then, here is Santos Bonacci. I do research, and then I share that research, well-connected, well-researched, with humanity, and the enlightened portion of humanity, because my information does not reach unconscious people. They turn it off after five minutes. In fact, they just cannot stand the information that I have. They, they, like, uh, like the, um, the movie where Jack Nicholson says to, um, uh, you can't handle the truth. Some people can't handle the truth. <laughs> they just can't handle it. And I know that. I did a presentation full of the information I'm going to share with you in the second hour. Last week down in Geelong, a city just outside of Melbourne, I did a presentation where people actually walked out. They came to, um, to my presentation, paid $15 for the hall to get in and to listen. I had about 50 to 100 people there. And uh, I saw people get up and walk out in disgust because they couldn't handle the beautiful truths, which I'm going to share with you in the second hour. The, the truth movement is being infiltrated by a lot of creepy entities, people. And these creepy entities are sort of... These types that have to get their information from unusual sources because they don't do any research themselves. Now, these type of mediums, there's a thousand of these mediums to one clairvoyant. A clairvoyant is one who has, who has completed the process, which I am going to explain in the next hour, and has the right to see and the right to know because they've earned it and they've arrived to the point of um, being able to see with the third eye and to know what it is they are saying rather than to channel it from someone else who claims to know. And remember, there's a lot of entities out there that claim to be angels of light, that are workers of darkness. So people, protect yourselves, be careful. Um, all the information out there that, um, that is out there needs to be filtered and needs to be filtered with your open, aware consciousness. And usually uh, the, the uh, instrument to gauge uh, charlatanism as compared to truth will be your, your heart, not your opinions. Our opinions, I don't deal in opinions. <clears throat> Our opinions matter not in anything. In the world of reality, our opinions mean nothing. They don't ha carry any weight. They're useless. <clears throat> and unfortunately, many people are burdened with opinions. Lose the opinions, folks. Lose them. And embrace the truth as it comes. <clears throat> Sometimes the truth is hard to bear, but, but 
it has to be bad. We need to, to grow as a race and embrace the truth. <clears throat> and um, charlatanism, you, you can see it. Let your heart uh, be involved and, uh, and your consciousness and your awareness and your knowing. You do get a gut feeling. Go with your gut feeling. And I would like to uh, express my thanks to the listeners. I live, as I said, a world, it's like a life, it's like a fairy tale where I have an, a great network of brothers and sisters and truth seekers and knowers who are contacting with me on Facebook, on Skype and um, beautiful people which is just absolutely amazing. And I wish to thank the universe and everyone for how beautiful this aspect of my life, this part of my life is. Nonetheless, we all have you know, negative things happening to us. Some of us uh, have illnesses. Some of us have family that are troublesome. Some of us have spouses that are troublesome. Jobs that are awful and unbearable. Some of us um, are in jail due to legal things um, and not having committed a crime. Uh, you know, as they say, shit happens. And we're all, we're all experiencing some bad things. Uh, and that's part of the life that we, we are living at the moment. Is good and bad, or what we perceive to be good and bad, and so, so I'm not at all expecting to be different to anyone else. I'm not expecting just to have the fairy tale nice things happen to me. I know <laughs> that uh, what I talk about is um, hated by many, many closed-minded people. Uh, the churches would not be happy with what I'm saying. Um, you know, to, to go on record and call the Pope the king of pedophiles and the queen the queen of pirates. Um, I mean, that's, I, I've said that and I've backed that with proofs. So I know that these creepy entities will not be happy with me. And um, they're probably paying certain charlatan criminal types to uh, try to uh, circumvent the message and stop it from getting out there. But, um, oh no, I'm not going away. I haven't gone away. <laughs> and nothing has changed. I'm the same Santos Bonacci, albeit I've had some attacks. Uh, but I'm still uh, getting out there, and I will not stop, and I will be there forever at the service of my brothers, warriors of truth and knowers of truth who do, do not care for opinions, who have uh, emptied themselves and divested themselves of all of their opinions and started afresh, knowing the truth and sharing the truth. And so I'm preparing, I guess, the listeners for, well, who knows? Uh, I might receive more attacks on my website and email address, etc. So uh, I just need to get that out there and uh, notify people that I'm still around, I'm contactable, and if you do not get a reply or if it's very difficult to get in touch with me, uh, there's a reason for it. Uh, but please be patient, hang in there, and remember that we're still living in some dark ages, some dark times where the internet, which is freeing the minds of many of our brothers, is also being looked at by the elites because they realise that they have... The internet is a tool for exposure of the crimes that the elites have been perpetrating against mankind for thousands of years now. Their time is up. Their days are numbered. Many, many tekel pass in. The writing is on the wall. And um, the fiction is busted.
Stay tuned for the next hours, guys, please, because I'm going to bust them big time. And uh, we're coming into a, into a world now where the fictional religions and churches will cannot exist because they will not be allowed to, for truth will reign. Thank you, and see you in, uh, in the next hour. Welcome to the world's meeting place. American. It's practically narcotic. Freedom. Oh, yes. I like very much. Radio. You're an American institution. American Freedom Radio. Welcome to American Freedom Radio. You're with Santos Bonacci for the second hour. Now, we have a situation in the world where we have churchgoers who are expecting to be taken by the coming Jesus uh, into the clouds in what they call the rapture. And then we have people in the New Age movement who are talking about ascension and we're all going to be caught up in the clouds and we're going to ascend or we're going to be raptured. And there is so much talk about uh, what's going to happen at the end of this year in 2012 and the consciousness shift, etc. Is this so? Is there going to be a, a rapture? Um, are the, um, say, let's say, who talks about the rapture? I think it's, uh, what, let's say some Pentecostals or some born-again Christians and... I, I don't know. Uh, I, I know that Jehovah's Witnesses don't, um, but there's there's quite a few uh, Protestant churches who talk about the rapture. Now, which denomination is going to be raptured, and which ones are going to be left behind? Um, how is it going to happen? Is is Jesus actually going to come back physically on the clouds, grey clouds, white clouds, cumulus clouds? Um, I don't know what types of clouds, storm clouds, but apparently. People are teaching that we're physically going to see a rapture where some will be taken and some will be left behind. Well, in, uh, in the Bible, in Colossians chapter 1, verse 26, 27, and I'll read this from the uh, New World Translation of the Holy Scriptures. Uh, you're welcome to grab any version you have and you will hit, uh, read words to this effect. It's one of the epistles of the Apostle, the Apostle Paul, and he said there in uh, Colossians 1, 26, 27, the sacred secret that was hidden from the past system of systems of things and from the past generations, but now it has been made manifest to his holy ones, to whom God has been pleased to make known what are the, the glorious riches of this sacred secret among the nations. It is Christ in union with you, the hope of his glory. So it's talking about a sacred secret or a mystery that has been withheld from the nations up until now. And that secret is the Christ within. You see, in that version of the Bible, it says Christ in union with you, whereas it should read Christ in you. Because you see, folks... <clears throat> The Bible's this wonderful book, and I've been endeavouring to share with humanity that it is a wonderful book. And uh, it is a manual of astronomical, <clears throat> as above, so below phenomena. It's uh, wonderful, wonderful, legendary, mythological, allegorical uh, information. And in fact, the Apostle Paul in Galatians chapter 4, verse 25, says that the Bible stories are allegories for greater teachings. Now, the Christ within, what is the Christ within? Well, let's have a look at this story a little bit, shall we? You see, the creation of the human body is one of the most wonderful creations in the universe. We have a uh, wonderful brain, a heart, we have a generative system, a limbic system, nervous system, muscular, skeletal, tissue, um, lymphatic system. It's quite an amazing organism. It's just exquisite. In the brain, in the uh, cranium, there is the cerebrum. And in the cerebrum, and in particular the, uh, the claustrum, the claustrum is sitting right there in the middle of the head, virtually. From the claustrum, there is a secretion, brain fluid. Uh, and this fluid 
is an oil. And in ancient times, this fluid was called, in Greek, it's called Christos. It's called the Christ. It's this beautiful fluid which uh, comes from the uh, cerebrum and pours down the spinal cord. It goes down the spinal cord and it reaches the sacral plexus right next door to the sacrum, which, is, which are the five second bottom most fused vertebrae bones at the bottom of the spinal co column. The bottom most portion of the spinal column is called the coccyx. Then just above that is the sacrum, five fused bones. So the sacral plexus is connected to the sacrum. And the fluid which comes from the cerebrum pours down the spinal cord and comes to this, the bottommost part of the spinal cord. Now, the claustrum is otherwise known as the holy claustrum, simply because of this beautiful oil, this Christos, that is produced and secreted. You see, the word secret comes from secretion, because this secretion is a secret. And the sacrum is the sacred part of the secret. As the secretion pours down the spinal cord and reaches the sacrum, this is the, um, the marvelous way in which our body has been designed. And the spinal cord is basically just an extension of the brain. It also does thinking. And you see, the holy claustrum is otherwise known as the Santa Claus drum. You see, because this fluid that goes down to the sacred plexus is a sacred fluid. Uh, and this is where the story of Santa Claus bringing presents down the chimney comes from. It's a story of the physiolo physiology and the Bible is a beautiful manual of physiological regeneration. What happens with this fluid is that every month when the moon is in the sign where your son was when you were born, every month there is a germ or a seed planted in the solar plexus, which is just above the uh, sacred, sacral plexus. And that germ is the oil, the Christ, which is born in Bethlehem. Because the sacred, sacral, uh, the solar plexus is otherwise known as Bethlehem, where the seed, where the Christ is born. And that seed, that oil needs to return where, whence it came, uh, in the midbrain. You see, as the oil ascends the spinal cord, uh, the vibration of the oil of the Christ increases. And you see, first of all, the oil is differentiated in the pineal gland and the pituitary gland before it is sent down the spinal cord. And the pineal gland is the electric portion and the pituitary gland is the magnetic portion. So the oil is differentiated and it is brought down the spinal cord via the pingala and the ida nerves. These are what is otherwise known as the kundalini and the kundabatha. So it arrives at the sacral plexus and awaits for the germinating of the seed once a month, 12 times a year. And if we are able to <clears throat> transmute that seed and cause it to rise, as it, arise, as it rises in the spinal cord, it eventually reach, reaches the medulla oblongata and the pons and the midbrain. And it crosses the va vagus nerve, otherwise known as the pneumogastric nerve. It's a nerve which descends from the, from the brain area, from the pineal and pituitary gland, glands, respectively. And it feeds the lungs and the stomach. It's a network of nerves. 
And this network of nerves is called the tree of life. And you see, the ancients knew that this seed that is born in Bethlehem once a month is the Christ. And that if one were to abstain from sex during that period, that oil and seed would be saved and it would rise and it would burst through the heart chakra, through the throat chakra, and eventually the oil would arrive with its higher vibration because, you see, at the bottom, the oil has a very low vibratory rate. Whereas with proper practices, meditation, breathing, good eating, and good peaceful behavior, one is able to raise that Christ, that oil, so that it crosses the vagus nerve at the top of this, the uh, spinal column, the 33 vertebrae of the spinal column. You see, because the Christ is crucified at 33 years of age. When the oil arrives at the very, very top, there awaiting is the optic thalamus, an egg-shaped organ in the middle of the head. When it crosses this pneumogastric nerve, this is called the crucifixion. The oil is not killed and destroyed, but it is magnified 1,000-fold. And the oil then touches the optic thalamus and for two and a half days uh, remains in a condition that is called uh, dead, that is considered to be dead, and then reaches the pineal gland after two and a half days and illuminates the optic thalamus and the pineal gland. The optic thalamus was known as the light of the world by the Egyptians and the Greeks because they knew their, their uh, physiology and anatomy. And they knew that this precious oil which descended from the claustrum, from the cerebrum, and was differentiated in the pineal and pituitary glands, and descended the spinal cord, they knew that it would ascend eventually and that enlightened, the enlightened portion of mankind were able to cause this Christ oil to ascend so that it would um, ascend to the optic thalamus and uh, cause it to be lightened. What in turn happens is that millions of brain cells that were dormant are now awakened. And you see, there are practices and there are things that are very, very detrimental about, about this oil uh, or that are detrimental to this oil. For instance, overeating and alcohol and sex practiced at the wrong time. These destroy the seed and this is what is known as eating from the tree of life. Because, you see, the ancients knew that once the oil is depleted because of riotous living, uh, the fleshly organism dies. Death results from using up all of the oil. You see, the oil that descends from the uh, cerebrum is known otherwise as the manna from heaven. You see, because heaven means heaved up. And the head, the cranium, the dome which sits on top of the torso, that was known as the heavens, you see. And the heart area and the heart chakra was known as the midgard or the middle garden. And the generative area was known as Sodom and Gomorrah, the area of desire, animal desire, you see and otherwise known as Egypt and hell and the world, etc. Whereas the Garden of Eden and the land flowing with milk and honey, that's upstairs. In fact, the pineal gland produces the honey, a secretion known as honey, uh, which has DMT in it, and the pituitary body secretes the milk. 
This is the milk and honey. And the land flowing with milk and honey is upstairs. And the sacred secret is the secret of this oil and how to rise the oil and raise it so that one is illuminated and opened up to the higher mind. Let's take a break, shall we? And we'll t- uh, I'll return on the other side. Thank you. It's the story of as below. As above, so below, you see. Uh, and this is a sacred secret simply because the secretion uh, which comes from the sacral plexus is one of the most important things that uh, we need to know uh, for physiological regeneration. You see, by saving this seed, one can uh, actually live longer. In fact, the ancients used to live for thousands of years by protecting and keeping this, um, this secret and guarding it. The Egyptians built ascension chambers, pyramids, for this very purpose. And they taught the science of respecting and keeping and guarding and looking after this beautiful oil. And you will, if you know the Gospels well, you will know um, all the scriptures that are referring to it. You see, I am the light of the world. He that follows me shall not walk in darkness. The light of the world is the optic thalamus. Keep your eye simple, for if your eye is dark, your whole body will be dark. That eye has always been known as the third eye. In fact, it's the spiritual eye. Now, as for the deniers, you see, most churchgoers will be denying this because in their mind, Jesus Christ is a historical person which must return physically um, in order to save them because they, they cannot save themselves. They need a vicarious third-party saviour. Whereas the opposite is true. And this is what the so-called Apostle Paul was talking about when he referred to the sacred secret of the Christ within, the Christ that dwelleth within. For you see, the kingdom of God is within. It's not without. And in fact, the words of Jesus are pretty clear where it says, do do not be looking out there, for the kingdom of God will not come with striking observableness. Don't look here and don't look there, because there will be deceivers saying, oh, there he is, here is the Christ, there is the Christ. Because the process is within. And unless one is able to raise that energy and get out of the bottom chakras, you see, the bottom chakras deal with sexuality, um, strife, envy, power, greed, wealth, and all of those things. And if one is constantly seeking those things and constantly eating of the fruit of the tree of life, you see those beautiful nerves, the pneumogastric nerve system, they are responsible for bringing the oil back up to the top of the chimney. You see, because Santa Claus brings good presents, those beautiful spiritual presents. And this is why in the Bible it refers to, uh, we hear words which contain the, the two letters O-R. In Latin, O-R means gold and light. And we get the words orb, we get the words Lord, Jordan, the Word of God, Orion, uh, Origa, Aurelius. Um, all of these or words that have to do with gold and light. You see, this oil is otherwise known as crystalline dew and the gold of Ophir. And it's in the body. Dear folks, it's in the body. And we are the ones who are responsible for channeling that oil, that Christ seed within, so that it eventually is crucified in the middle of the head. You see, the cerebrum is hollowed out and the midbrain and the limbic system at the top of the spinal cord is the holy of holies. And you see, the cerebellum, which sits at the back of the brain, this is otherwise known as the small brain. The cerebrum is associated with the top of the head, Aries, and the cerebellum is associated with Taurus and the left brain the male left brain. The right brain is the feminine 
and it is connected to the cerebrum, Aries, the God brain. You see, we have the God, the God man is the cerebrum, the Adam man is the cerebellum. Now, church, go, you won't get any of this in church. This is esoteric truth. Exoteric truth denies this and has been perpetuated for the last few thousand years by so-called Christian churches in order to deny and hide the true story of physical regeneration. In the past, people have lived for thousands of years by preserving and conserving this oil and transmuting it so that it um, reaches the optic thalamus. You see, what happens when the oil reaches the optic thalamus is that new blood is generated in the body. Until such time as this process has occurred, we will have old toxic blood in our physical organisms. And in order to regenerate and produce new blood, the oil must be raised to the optic thalamus. And healing can occur. Um, and as I said before, the millions of dormant brain cells are reactivated. And the heavens, the cerebrum, were awaiting the return of the prodigal son. You see, because we all have these dormant brain cells in our brains. And this is why when you go down to the shopping mall and you see the way people behave, it appears that they are zombies, zombified and brain dead. Yes, because they have not returned any of the oil. And in the Bible, this is known as tithing. You see, this is why the Bible says you must return one-tenth to the Lord. Remember, the Lord, the L-O-R-D, refers to the gold. You see, this is how we turn lead into gold. Our spinal cord is like a thermometer. And as the mercury rises with warmth, the more so with enlightenment and consciousness and knowledge, we are able to raise the condition of this oil. And as it climbs the spine and ascends, it raises its vibration. In fact, when it gets crucified uh, at the top of the spine where the uh, pneumogastric nerve is crossed, this does not mean death. This means, crucifixion means to multiply a thousandfold. And you see, not only is physical regeneration a result of this, but also spiritual regeneration. And one is able to uh, experience the higher mind and clairvoyance. You see, medium, mediumship occurs down in the solar plexus. There are four brains in the human body. The cerebrum, what is otherwise known as the God brain, the cerebellum, which is the man brain, the medulla oblongata, which is responsible for the um, involuntary uh, actions in the body, such as breathing and blood circulation. And the fourth brain is the solar plexus, which is more related to the animal instinctive brain, which receives images from the ether, from the air, you see, just like the animals do, <clears throat> and they react correspondingly without reason and logic, instinctively. So, you see, this is why it is so important to raise the oil so that one can uh, get out of the lower mind. The lower mind is the solar plexus and wrought with, um, wrought with um, problems, you see, this is where the elites have known this secret. They have destroyed it because they have gone after the so-called heretics and renegades and unbelievers, witches, etc., who have been teaching the true story of the Christ within and the ascension process within. You see, this rapture that all the Christians are waiting for is not going to happen outside. Ascension is within. One ascends to heaven, the heaved up place, the dome of the cerebrum. You see, those two flaps, those hollowed out hemispheres of the cerebrum are other, uh, otherwise known as the, the uh, cherubim. You see, in the Bible, the cherubim, God says to, uh, to Moses, you must build the Ark of the Covenant with two cherubim, 
above the ark, covering over, and inside the ark shall be placed the manna and the law of God, the two tablets. Well, <clears throat> I'm here to tell you that the optic thalamus is the ark of the covenant, and it represent and the uh, limbic system and the midbrain, the pons, the medulla oblongata, the pineal gland. These are the holy of holies. <clears throat> this is where one needs to return the good oil. And many of our enlightened brothers in the past, like Walter Russell, Leonardo da Vinci, Michelangelo, and all of these enlightened, illumined brothers, and the so-called prophets of the Hebrew Scriptures and the Greek philosophers, these were men who were able to, over the length and uh, over uh, a long time span, have been able to raise that oil and eventually their pineal glands, their third eyes, have been activated. And they've been able to see these things and know these things. You see, there's no use believing any of this. There's only use knowing it because it's in the knowledge of these that one is able to use and utilize the information. Um, nowhere is this information expected to be believed in. Never has a philosopher run around and uh, said to believe in their words. Pythagoras, Plato, Plotinus, Iamblichus, Boethius, Hypatia, Giordano Bruno, Michael Savitas, Marsilio Ficino, all of these people who have been persecuted for the truth and that have known the one and only sacred secret of all. This is the big one, folks. Believe you me. Well, here I go, <laughs> just saying that we don't need to believe. <laughs> but trust would be a better word because in the Bible there's no, there's no asking people to believe anything. The Greek word pistis means trust, and one only needs to trust in the process, not believe. Belief is for fools. Knowing is for the wise one. For instance, I know how to speak English, therefore I'm communicating in English. I don't believe in English. It doesn't require belief to be able to communicate in English. I don't believe in my guitar when I strum my guitar. I know how to play the guitar. Therefore, I play the guitar and I benefit myself and I benefit others with my music. And the same is true with this knowledge. No one is required to believe in it. It's a science that needs to be known by conscious humanity. Because the churchgoers that are going around teaching ascension and without and, and the rapture know not what they are talking about, causing damage to themselves because they won't be raptured, because they haven't done anything with the oil. In fact, the Bible in Matthew chapter 7, 21 says, Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name, expel demons in your name, perform many powerful works in your name? And yet I will confess to them in that day, get away from me, you workers of lawlessness. I never knew you. You see, this is referring to the people who are going around, actually going around, literally, saying, Lord, Lord, Jesus here, Jesus there. For they do not know Jesus or the Christ, because the historical version is a created fiction to give us <clears throat> a, an external third-party saviour which is an absolute absurdity and an obscenity and a blasphemy because salvation is within. And I'll get to that in the last portion. Please stay with me. We're going to a break. Final segment of today's show. And I've been dealing with uh, the secret of secrets. The secret of secrets. This has been known to the ancients. It's in the Bible in all of the legendary books all of the characters all of them they are all in the body in the middle of the head there is something known as the hippocampus the hippocampus is the little horse this is the white horse that Jesus rides upon there is um, there is something known as Ammon's horn yeah absolutely Ammon's horn in the middle of the head Ammon's horn? Goodness me. Would that be um, in Jesus' name, Ammon, the same dude? Yeah, it would. 
We have the claustrum. We have the cerebrum, the covering angels, the cherubim, which cover over because the cerebrum covers over the cerebellum and the midbrain and the optic thalamus and the pineal gland and the pituitary gland, otherwise known as Joseph and Mary. You see, these two are the ones that are responsible for sending the oil down the spine, down the spinal cord. And uh, they are the ones that, are, that await the return of their son who is born in Bethlehem, the solar plexus, once a month. Once a month when the moon is in the sun sign that you were born under. In my case, Aries. This is why astrology is so crucial. And this is why the churches uh, go after it. You see, because the Bible condemns astrology. Yeah, well... Interesting that the Bible also condemns lawyers, scribes, priests, tax collecting, usury, money, love of money, materialism. And um, you might find that these churchgoer types uh, use all of those services. Oh, yeah. They take liars with them when they go to court. I mean, lawyers with them when they go to court to lie on their behalf for them. Um, yeah. They've got plenty of those usury notes in their bank accounts, and the Bible condemns that. Um, they certainly do go to listen to the priestcraft who uh, piss in their ears and tickle their ears, as the Bible calls it, because they want to hear about a third-party saviour. Oh, just wait for Jesus to come in the clouds. He'll save you. Don't worry about trying to save your own ass, because that is the onerous responsibility of each individual. For if you don't save yourself, let's have a look at this word salvation, shall we? Salvation comes from salt. For ye are the salt of the earth. Why would that be? Well, because this salty oil that comes from the claustrum needs to be transmuted. You see, we need to turn the lead into gold. Our body is an alchemical organism. Alchemy is happening within, not without. It matters not if you can turn lead into gold in a laboratory. Big deal. That won't save you. Salvation, the salt from heaven, the manna from heaven, that's the true preserver. You see, if you want a salary, an eternal salary, that is. Yeah, saliva, salvation, salt. The Bible is, refers to um, these... Um, in abundance. But churchgoers are being told, you know, the literal version. Therefore, they remain in their lower chakras and they never get to see the Christ, which is the optic thalamus. And by the way, the optic thalamus corresponds to Orion. Orion is the Lamb of God. It's always been known as the Lamb of God, right next to Aries in the sign of Taurus. The brightest constellation in the sky. Well... Coincidence upon coincidence, eh? You've got the optic thalamus, which is known as the light of the world, and the temple of God shall not need a sun, for it is lit up within. You see, the body is the temple of Solomon, not built with hammers and saws and noises, not built with hands. It is the soul of man, Solomon. That is the temple. There's never been any other temple. It is the kingdom of God within, you see. And churchgoers have been told to look without because it's coming. Whereas salvation is a process that we are responsible for. And once the optic thalamus is lit up, you see the Lamb of God, Orion, is also the lamp of God because this is the internal lamp. Remember the virgins who had not enough oil in their receptacles and they were waiting for the bridegroom and there were foolish virgins, five foolish and five wise virgins and the five wise virgins had plenty of oil in their receptacles. Well, the five uh, foolish virgins, they had to run off to get, to get oil and in the meantime the bridegroom came and um, took the wise ones and left the foolish ones behind. You see, living riotously, overeating, consuming too much alcohol, these are poisons to the oil. These dry up the oil. 
And once the oil is dried up, the human organism dies. It cannot live without the oil that comes from the cerebrum. This beautiful fluid, the crystalline dew, which comes from the heaved up place, the heaven, and it comes down to the sacrum, the secretion, which is the secret, the sacred secret of the Christ within. So, guys, I'd like to encourage one and all. I've done a presentation uh, last week on Wednesday. I did a three-hour filmed presentation. Once that is edited, it will be up on the Internet. I have graphs showing all the body parts that correspond to the Holy Land. The Holy Land is within people. The Jordan River, the Jordan, which has the letters O-R in it, referring to gold. In Latin, order is gold and order is our, which comes from Horus, which is also what the sun is responsible for. For the light of the sun is golden and the sun is the great timekeeper. Therefore, the sun is order, gold, and order, Horus, the great timekeeper. And this is why we refer to Horus every hour when we ask, what is the time? Because we are asking what hour it is, and hour derives from Horus. It's the same word. So I encourage one and all to look out for this video, uh, uh, this um, presentation. And I will be elaborating um, more extensively on um, future shows on American Freedom Radio. I do have some guests lined up for next week. Hopefully they will communicate with me because I'm having so much trouble uh, trying to get answers on email and Skype lately because of the interference. Persevere. Eventually I will do a show, two hours dealing with this, probably four hours. It needs a lot of treatment. It needs a lot of discussing. There are many, many body parts which corresponds to the Holy Land. The Holy Land is the body. The Jordan River is the spinal cord. You see, Jesus gets baptized at the age of 30 and crucified at the age of 33. These correspond to the bones of the vertebrae. And as we progress with that oil by degree... We get our degrees, you see. We graduate with high honours and degrees. The degrees are referring to the spinal cord. And if we stay in the sacrum, sacred though it is, we do not ever climb Jacob's ladder to the place which da Jacob called Pineal. You see, in Genesis, Jacob laid his head upon a stone. That stone is the five fused bones of the sacrum where the seed is born. And if we are able to wrestle with the angel, as Jacob did, and he got a name change to Israel, then we are able to see God face to face, because that's what Jacob did when he climbed the ladder. And he called the place Pineal. Interesting. Pineal sounds like pineal. Well, it is, because Jacob says... For I have seen God face to face and I have lived. So, folks, please um, pay heed to this beautiful science of physical regeneration and spiritual regeneration. Raise the Christ. Raise the oil. Ascend within. For the ones who are looking for ascension and the rapture without are deluded and uh, will be deluded. Thank you for listening. Well, thank you, uh, Santos Bonacci, for that. It was no, it was a little bit of abrupt ending talking about ascension and the rapture, but uh, certainly I get the same type of information from Source Ahanu, where we're told that no ship is going to come and save us, nothing's going to beam us up. It all is about our own personal transformation, and I think Santos gives us so much more than that with his essay on the inner workings of our bodies. So thank you uh, very much for listening, everybody. Santos is definitely one of our favorites, and you can find a whole lot more about him on YouTube. You want to say anything, Ahanu? 
accept that we were delighted to be able to present this information to you today and we may indeed use some more extracts with permission from Santos in future broadcasts. But for now, we want to say thank you very much for listening and we'll see you all next week. Bye-bye. This is the Art of Living Well Radio Network. Radio to inspire enlightened living. The Honest to God series with Anne Gail Rose and Ahanu.